Did you know that there are many methods to studying the Bible, but there's no one real profitable way, except you just dig in and study. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and this is episode 22, Methods of Bible Study. Stay tuned. Glad you're here with me again today on my podcast. All right. We have been doing several episodes on my new book, How to Study the Bible, a Bible study course for beginners. And we are now going to dig into the actual methods of study. And I want to give you the first one today. I'm going to do them each separately so that people don't get confused when they run together. So, um, Again, I just I want you to take notes or get the book on Amazon. There is a link in the podcast, each podcast for this particular um, series that we're doing on how to study the Bible. And you can get it there because there's way more detail in the book than I'm going to teach in a podcast. But I want you to understand, feel free to adjust any method that I talk about. You, this is not etched in stone. This is, these are just some simple ways that I'm giving one way is a little more advanced than the other five ways, but I wanted you to have um, something to begin to learn how to study the Bible for yourself. Now, studying the Bible is very personal. It's very rewarding discipline that you can add to your life. The important thing is that you actually give time to reading and studying the scriptures to actually grow as a Christian. Now, you are not going to grow. If you don't actually study, let's make sure you understand that you have to study the Bible. You can't just really read it. Now, I think this is one of the things that I've been trying to to tell listeners and get people to understand about the Bible. It's not a book that you just read. Now, I know we read it. We enjoy it. I love reading Song of Solomon and Proverbs and um, Genesis, but You have to actually study it. You really get more out of it when you actually know what is going on in the Bible, in the history, in the background. It just really makes a difference. But the important thing is the Bible is filled with a lot of nuggets, as I call them. And these little gold nuggets of truth are very invaluable. And so certain methods will help you to mentally train your thoughts on how to study. So it's a book that many read, but not many really study it, okay? So studying the scripture tells you who Jesus is, okay? It's one of the things I want to get into. It tells you who Jesus really is. It talks, it, it talks and it tells you of his love for you and his plan for redeeming mankind back to himself. And with all the craziness that's going on in the world right now, There's no better time to just really dig in and to study. There's just no better time. So we're going to um, get into that. But many really fail to read the word. They they really fail to read it um, systematically. 
and the Bible should be studied and there is a definite way and a plan and you can come up with your own or you could use one of these. But in this episode, I'm going to give you all um, six of the methods, but we're only going to do one today. So the six methods are a word study, a Proverbs character study, individual books of the Bible. The fourth one is the topical study of the Bible, then a biographical study of the Bible and a study on types. All right. So the first one we're going to talk about today is a word study. Now, words in the Bible have great importance. The Holy Spirit wrote this book and he used words in a way no other person could use words. Words can either be understood or very confusing depending on the meaning of them and how they are used in scripture. You can have a word in the Bible and literally it can be used in a different scripture, four or five different scriptures in four or five different ways. I'm thinking right now of the word faith. Faith is different in different scriptures. It is. A word study will uncover the most appropriate meaning of a particular word in the context of scripture and reveal how that meaning affects that whole entire passage. So you can do a, you can do word studies in a very simple way with your Bible or as deep as you need to go based on the original language in the Greek, which is the New Testament or Hebrew, which is the Old Testament. So a lot of people enjoy this because they can study one thing at a time, like one word at a time. If you're a person that loves words and you just want to sort of run reference on words and see what words mean at a deeper level in different verses, this would be a great study for you. You can do word studies in very simple ways or, like I said, more um, deeper. So how do you begin doing a word study? Well, you pick a passage of scripture or a verse and you decide which words or keywords you don't know. Okay, so let's in the book, I give you this example. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So you may pick out the words fallen, short, and glory because you know, like, well, what does that really mean, fallen, short? What does that mean? And what does glory really mean in that, that one verse? So you'd look, you'd look them up in this verse, but also how they are used in other verses to get a more uh fuller, richer meaning. Okay. So then step two, so you'd have to use a Bible dictionary, a concordance, other resources to help you get the clearest definition. Step two is you're going to choose the best definition for the word. So when you look it up in this dictionary, you're going to discover, well, some words just have one meaning. Like that's the only meaning that this word will have. And then others will have multiple meanings and you need to pick, well, which one is the best meaning for this particular verse in the context that it's written. So a lot of times you have to read several verses above the verse you're picking and several verses below it. So the third part stage of this is you're going to state what the passage means. Now, by this, I mean, you're going to state simply the passage with the meaning of the word you chose. So does this make sense in the context? of the passage I'm studying. Like if, if it gives you the definition and it, it actually like, yeah, this makes sense. But let's say you pick another definition. You're like, well, that doesn't make sense in the context of what this verse is talking about. Okay. 
Does this word shed light on the verse? Does it open up the meaning to you? That's very important. If you are reading a passage of scripture and then you're looking at the definition of one word in there, does it totally open up this verse for you and you get more understanding and clarity? That's that's how you, you know, study the one word in the verse. Also, can you apply this passage to your life in some way and get more understanding out of it? Can you narrow down the meaning of the word to what the author meant? Who who wrote this? So this is how you sort of get into doing a word study. Very, very helpful in helping you open up the meanings of um, the verses. Now, types of word studies. There are six types of them. There's the basic meaning study. Now, this is where you need a good Bible dictionary for the Old Testament and one for the New Testament. And this book, Bible Dictionary will help you discover the background meanings for the words that you look up. Okay, that's what that's going to do for you. Now, the second type of word study is a usage study. This is a study where you need a good concordance, like a Strong's concordance, to see how the word is used in other passages of scripture. Okay, this is this is so helpful because you can look it up and study this, say, one word say faith or um, love. There's probably too many scriptures on love, same as with faith, but you can see how it's used in every single verse in the Bible. And you can see other patterns and meanings to the word. I've been running a study on the word faith, and it's just amazing how people think faith is just believing. And it's not just believing. I'm not going to get into what it is, but it's not just believing. And you just start in Matthew. And I'll just be, I'll be honest with you, there's only two times faith is mentioned in the Old Testament, and there's bunches and bunches of times in the New Testament starting in the book of Matthew. But it doesn't mean belief every time you, you read, it doesn't mean belief, it doesn't mean that. So that's one way you can start doing a word study. Then there's the historical study. You will need a good Bible dictionary for this one or an encyclopedia to trace how the words how the words meaning has changed over time so you can see the words the word the word's origin history and meaning and theology and then you can see how the word was translated from greek to hebrew this is um, very good for people who love to dig into the history of a word then there's the english definition study this is number 4 this is an English dictionary, you'll need this. It shows you various meanings of a word as well as word origins and foreign language uses. So how is this word used in a foreign language? Then number five type of study is a synonym study. Um, now, a lot of words have synonyms, meaning words that are similar. The meanings sort of overlap each other. Here, you, you're going to... Um, you would list each synonym of the word that you're studying, okay, and its meaning, and then you take what you learn from knowing that the author chose that specific word instead of one of the synonyms. So why why didn't the author use the synonym or use this word instead of a synonym? Either or, why did he do that? So like, for example, I'm going to give you this example, sin, the word sin. Sin has many, many entries, okay? Sin can mean offense. It can mean trespass. 
It can mean lawlessness. Now, these all sort of mean similar but different. So the subtle differences in the word will give you more information about that passage of scripture and why a word is used in some passages, but not in others. Okay, so this is just an example. And you'll, you'll, you'll see it as you do this. Now, me just sitting here on the podcast explaining it, it may um, sound like, okay, what? What is she saying? That's why I say get the book and you can um, better understand. Now, the sixth um, word study type is a translation study. This is where the various translations of the Bible, so you may have all these different translations, will help you to understand the meaning of the words, okay? So you look up a word in a different translation of the Bible to get the different meanings of the word. So you may find a word in King James, and then that word is translated a little different in NIV, which I don't really like that Bible translation because it's taken out too many scriptures, but it reads really nice. Then there's NIV, ESV. There's all these different translations and you won't see the word the exact same way, but they will be very, very similar. So you'll find that certain words are easier to understand in a different translation. This is, this is why you get certain people like they just love King James, but others love ESV. Or another person will really, really love the NASB or they love them. You know, I wouldn't say message or, or living. Those really, really change the meaning of, of, um, of the verse. But um, so you, you will find what you're comfortable with. You will find the Bible that you're comfortable with. So I'm sure that you will uh, find a method that works for you and it will make studying the Bible much more richer, more enjoyable for you. It will give um, a lot more sort of meat to your walk with God. It will help you really to understand. And I really hope that you go back into this podcast and you listen or get get the new book, um, How to Study the Bible for Beginners. Like I said, the link is in this podcast to help you to see which method you want to use or start with or which Bible translation, because it will really, really matter in how you understand the Bible. I, I want to say I have found that some people, they are actually um, reading the wrong translation for them. Like I said, it's like a shoe. The Bible it just fits. You'll just know it when, when you find it, which translation you love. So you need to, you know, kind of look online unless you have several different translations in your house and find which one you love and don't get a Bible that you can't mark in. I said that the last podcast, make sure you can mark in it because you'll want to underline words um, and different things like that. All right. So that is method number one. And Next week or next episode, I'm going to give you method number two, which I think um, everybody's going to love. It's one of my favorite methods. So make sure you stay tuned to the podcast for that. Now, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, Carter 45 at AOL.com. Sign up on my website at stephaniemcarter.com and get the free teaching on the fruit of the spirit. I have a nine day devotional for you those of you that want to learn about the nine fruits of the spirit it 
great. It's just a nine-day devotional. It's a really nice, pretty color, glossy. You can get that. And if you want to support me and support this podcast, just click the link in the show episode notes about supporting it. It really helps to get, you know, all these things put out and create PDFs and copies and just a lot of other things that I want to do for clients and for people to get the word out. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you are taking notes and get the book and follow along with me. And I will talk to you later.